Adjunct Students of the Bingham Podcast. The podcast where we will embark on a journey to be one with Christ in our everyday lives as human beings. I am your host, Samantha P. Laguerre, and welcome back to another episode. The wheels on the bus go round and round. The love of Jesus all around. Search party over souls been found. Paid my ransom, no more bound. Kingdom citizens, welcome back to another episode. Um, How are you all doing? I hope you are all well. So today, I just wanted to quickly just come on and I don't have a title for this episode as of yet, but it's related to lifestyle. And so before I go into that, let's just say what inspired this episode for me to post today right now. I was listening to a conversation or an interview really and the man was talking about how he lives as a monk right he decided to to be a monk in this life and what made you want to be a monk like what inspired you is it something that you've seen and he responded by saying that you don't know what you what you haven't seen basically right so he was exposed to a monk and that the way they lived their lifestyle attracted him to wanting to learn more and to eventually becoming a monk. And I thought the idea was so interesting, right? Because he could have heard about a monk his whole life, you know what I mean? Like he could have um, had been told like monks do X, Y, and Z, but it wasn't until he was exposed to an actual monk or monks and witnessed their lifestyle then that's when he was attracted to it and wanted to learn more and eventually became that thing. And so I started to think, man, as people who are children of God and who are Christians, right? There's a way that we live that should signify the group or who we believe in, right? And so I'm just like, man, God, like when you present a person to somebody, for example, I'm just throw this natural example, If somebody were to tell me about, for example, their church or their pastor, and they're just like, yeah, my pastor does X, Y, and Z. They're such a great pastor. They do whatever, whatever. I'm like, okay, that's great, right? But it's not, it's not gonna, um, like, move me to really want to go see what's going on over there, right? But if I see someone who lives a certain life that I aspire to live, they live in a way that is attractive, meaning that they live in a way that's like, man, like, how are you so, like, I don't know, you you move and live with integrity and you're so passionate and you're so, you do things in order and with excellence and you're, you're timely, like, you know, there's certain things about you, your character that I see that is impressive and I'm attracted to it right? I'm going to ask this person questions like, yo, like, I'm trying to be like that. You know, how, how are you this way? And then they tell me that, oh yeah, at my church or my pastor, he teaches us how to do X, Y, and Z. Like this is, this is the culture of that church, or this is, this is what my, my pastor teaches about, right? I'll be more inclined to visit. I'll be more inclined to see what is it that they have going on over there? How can I be a part of this movement? How can I be a part of this group? Like, because I seen I seen the practices um, that you've been teaching, you know, the pastor teaching same in that same scenario. 
I've seen it alive, right? I, I've witnessed it. I've seen the lifestyle. I've seen it to be true. So whatever it is that y'all are doing, it is working. You understand? And I feel like that's how the world and people in general will be attracted, will be curious about the God that we serve. It's in the way that we live. I thought about the scripture and it's John 10 verse 10. And that's the scripture that says, the thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I came that they may have life and have it abundantly. And that is Jesus speaking. In the New Living Translation, it states, the thief's purpose is to steal and kill and destroy. My purpose is to give them a rich and satisfying life right? And so the purpose of Jesus is to give us a rich and satisfying life. What people are attracted to is ways of life, right? You have healthy lifestyle, you got vegan lifestyle, you got gym lifestyle, you got soft girl lifestyle. Like you have so many different lifestyles that are being advertised and promoted on social media, right? And if you're like me or anybody, you know, who, you know, is on social media, active on social media, sometimes you get drawn to these certain lifestyles, right? Because it's like, yeah, I'm trying to be like that or that seems attractive. That seems like something that I aspire to be, right? Um, the way that they are presenting themselves, the way they are presenting the benefits, the way they seem so relaxed and at peace and they have control of certain situations, it makes you want to like dive into it a little bit, right? Like it makes you want to see like, hey, like what are y'all doing? I think that's why the new age practices are so relevant and I feel like it's been relevant before our generation and our parents' generation and their parents' generation. Like new age practices has always been so relevant because I believe of the the lifestyle that people who practice this, they live and, and they seem so at peace and they know things and that's attractive, right? When you are living this life and you, you're telling me that you have a knowing or you have a peace about things and you can command certain things, that's attractive, right? How do I get that? But the issue with, you know, the new age practices is obviously the source, right? It's, it's coming from dark sources. It's coming from these dark spirits. It's not of God. But in the Lord, we also have the ability, right? Jesus is literally the Prince of Peace. And so it says, again, going back to the scripture that says, my purpose is to give them a rich and satisfying life. That is the purpose of God. And so in order for us to live um, and fulfill his purpose, right? We have to know the word. We have to know his will. We have to know how do we conduct ourselves? What are the practices that will allow us to live a rich and satisfying life? When we have discovered the practices, the things that we should practice, and that's the laws of God. I don't want to say rules, but you know, the rules, the laws, these things, these are practices that we can imply in our life, the principles of God. Then we will then begin to see a rich and satisfying life is a life that we live. And I believe at that point, people will be drawn to what it is that we're doing in our lives, right? They'll be drawn in, man, like, man, you you walk with such a peace. You live with such a peace. It doesn't seem like things bother you. You don't speak how we speak. Why is that? You don't get upset as we get upset. You're not angry as we get angry. Like, you, you move and you have certain wisdom. Like, how do you have this? Like, what is it? And you can say, man, you can point them to Jesus, right? And so sometimes we can get so passionate about our beliefs. We regurgitate our beliefs. 
but we don't live what we believe. And I believe the strong the, the strongest impact that we're going to have on people and in this world is when we actually practice what we claim to believe, right? That's going to have a greater impact. You cannot be a person who, and I'm going to say we cannot be people who do as I say, not as I do. We cannot be that type of person. We cannot be that type of people and expect for us to draw and win souls for the kingdom of God. No, right? It, it takes wisdom to win souls. And I believe with that, it takes you seeing the principles of God, learning about the principles principles of God, applying it and practicing it daily in order to win souls for the kingdom. I can speak personally of my own life where I know in the, like, I think one of my first episodes of the podcast, I talked about being an undercover Christian, right? And how I used to live my life where people wouldn't really have known I was Christian because of the fact that I practiced what they practiced. I spoke how they spoke. I conformed to what was relevant. I conformed to what was modern. I conformed to what was the now thing, if that makes sense, right? I was cussing. I was, you know, engaged in, in, in listening to the certain musics, all that stuff, right? But now what I've learned is that I do not need to shout at, on the rooftop, you know, Jesus is my Lord, which, you know, I'm not saying you can't do that. But what I'm saying is that I have learned on my journey that that's not what draws people, right? That's not what gets people curious about Jesus. Maybe, you know, you know, like some people are. Like you say something, again, people don't know what they have not heard. People don't know what they have not seen. And so maybe you saying the name of Jesus, right, is going to perk or pierce the, the hearts of men or, or um, pique their interest, right? And that's great. For me personally, what I've witnessed is in my practicing in my applying the principles of God in my life, I have gotten so many eyes, so many questions, and I was weird about it because I'm like, man, like, why are this attention? Like, why are people like trying to mock, like mimic me? I don't like it. Like, just be yourself, go see God. But I've come to realize that, man, they're attracted to the lifestyle. And this lifestyle that I have created for myself by the grace of God is because of the fact that I read the word of God, right? I seek out his principles. You know, I seek first the kingdom of God. And with that, it's like you you see the principles of, of the kingdom of God and then you apply them to your life and you practice them daily. Now, of course, I don't know all the principles, right? I only know what I have been exposed to. I only know what I have learned. And the few that I have learned and been exposed to what I have been practicing have been efficient, right? And I strive and my goal is to learn more, to apply more, to live and, and fulfill God's purpose of us living a rich and satisfying life as the Bible states. And so... I have friends um, that have been like, man, I don't know if it's your faith in God, but I've literally watched you not crumble. Like, I don't see you stressed like that. And again, not to like talk about myself, but you may be a person like that as well, right? There's certain things in you that people notate like, man, you always pray or man, you just have strong belief in God. Like the fact that you got denied from the school, the fact that you got denied this opportunity, right? It didn't deter you. You stay persistent. 
Why is that, right? And you can say, man, because I know God gave me a promise and I know God is not a man that he shall lie, right? And so even though they denied, I was denied this opportunity, I was not denied, right? Although um, my application got rejected, right? The thing inside of me is not denied. What God had placed in me is not denied. His promise for my life is not denied. And so, okay, it's not happening in that way or it's not gonna happen in this timing, right? Or it's not gonna happen how I expect and I have to trust and I have to allow God to lead me, right? I have to be willing to allow him to order my steps, right? And so the way we live, um, the way we process, using the mind of God, like it attracts people, right? It's gonna get people curious. And the goal is to win souls for the kingdom of God. We don't want the enemy to steal, kill and destroy people, even ourselves. But we have to understand that the Lord's purpose is for us to live a rich and satisfying life. He says that he came so that we may have life and life more abundantly. I'm being more intentional to say every day, God, you know, you've called me to live life, life more abundantly. What does that look like today? What principle do you want me to learn today, right? What should I apply today? What am I practicing today? And help me to practice these principles. Help me, like, let it come natural to me, God, right? And so that's what I pray for you guys. I just wanted to bring that forth. And another example, which is like real life, but I had a friend who recently went to Disney, actually, and before, you know, she went to Disney, we were having a conversation and she made mention how you know she was excited about going to Disney it will be her first time in in her adult age and how people who usually go to Disney just seem so happy right and I noted that I noted her mentioning that and I feel like it's relevant to today's episode because it's funny how it wasn't the oh I'm so excited to try this ride or you know the founder or the maker of Disney and the theme parks is so great and so I want to experience the Disney park right it wasn't who created the the park or created the ride it wasn't that it wasn't for that reason that she was going it was for a certain experience right it was for a certain life aspect She's seen that people enjoyed themselves. They were happy when they were there. And so she wanted to experience that same happiness. So I say all that to say, when we who claim to be Christ followers, claim to be children of God, when we have a relationship with our father and we see and you know really strive to see his will play out in our lives, we will have a satisfying life, right? Again, there's a process to it, right? Like we go from glory to glory. But even in our own experience, even in the at the point of the journey that we're on, we can experience a fullness of God and we can have peace where we are. We can experience joy where we are. And when we are in circumstances that are not deemed like pleasurable, but we can still smile and have joy, People will want to be like, man, I want to experience that. And they don't even know what we're really all going through, right? And not to mask what you're going through. Obviously, you know, tell the truth, be honest about where you are. But the fact that people can relate to where you are and you still can smile and have joy, they're going to want to know the source of that. You understand? They're going to know, want to know how do you get to this point? How do you practice that? Another example, I remember, I believe it was last year actually and I was getting ready to do an oral argument 
and at school and it was prior to me actually going before the judges and I was in the hallway and another student was you know asking me questions and she was like stressed out and so she was like man I'm trying to be like you you're not even stressed like you must do this and I'm like no I've never done this before actually but I wasn't stressed about it, right? Because I know I prayed. I'm like, Lord, I give it to you. And I declared certain scriptures over my life um, at that moment, at that time when I was like, man, Lord, you call me to be the head and not the tail. You call me above and not beneath. And I know, and I always quote this scripture because my, my mom always made sure to quote the scripture to me and to us as her kids. Like, you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. And I'm like, God, you've called me here, okay? I did not call myself here. I did not place myself here. I know that you are going to see me through, right? I have prayed, but I didn't use that opportunity to say, or to invite her into prayer. Anyways, I say all that to say, I missed my opportunity there, but I know that it, how I was sparked an interest. And the reason why I said I missed an opportunity, someone else, another student actually had came and she also was relaxed. And she asked her, man, why are you so relaxed? And she told her she does yoga and stuff like that. And I was like, man, I missed the opportunity to talk about prayer. I missed that opportunity to pray, right? And so she was inclined to do the yoga or meditate because of the fact that she seen someone who, where she wanted to be, right? She wanted to be at peace. She wanted to have that same like chilledness, right? As we both displayed, but what this person did, they were bold about their practice, right? I practice yoga, I practice meditation. And so she promoted that, she promoted that lifestyle. And I don't remember if the girl actually went and meditated, I'm not sure, maybe she did. But I say all that to say, I could have invited her into my practice, right? My practice is prayer. I have faith and I have faith to pray. And so that's what, how I am able to be level-headed here. That's how I'm able to have peace and not have to stress in this situation. And so, Obviously, that was a learning opportunity for me, right? I didn't beat myself up about it. I noted what took place. I noted where I fell short. I don't believe I repent, so I'm gonna repent for it now, God. I just remembered about it, Lord, so I repent. But now, moving forward, I understand that there's gonna be times where I may not be aware of what people see. I don't. I didn't know that you saw that I was at peace. I didn't even know I was at peace. I'm just living, right? But when people notate certain things, things about you, your life, that's an invitation to invite them into your practice, right? And your lifestyle. And so I hope that makes sense. I really do. And I just know that in those moments at that time, like God gets the glory, right? To say, man, oh, you see me at peace? It's because I pray, girl. God gets the glory, right? Um, and so I hope that makes sense. And I hope that encourages you as well. If you have certain people that you know, you're like, man, like, I want them to be saved. I don't want them to go to hell. I don't want the enemy to keep bothering like this. I hate the grip the enemy has on them. I believe that how you can help that person is to really live out the way the Lord calls us to live. You know, not every, every in every way, right? Because it's, it's like impossible to do everything like today, but journey with the Lord and do one thing today and put that into practice because 
then they can see that in you and ask, how did you get there? How did you do that? How are you at peace? How do you pray? You know what I mean? And that can be a start of a conversation and hopefully eventually you are able to win that soul for the kingdom of God. So I hope that made sense. And here's the thing, y'all. When you see the people on the yachts, okay, and you see them with their friends and they seem like they're having a good time, right? People can sell you a lie. And I'm not saying everybody, but people can sell you a lie, right? A picture is not always the truth, right? Just because you see a picture of people laughing and smiling doesn't mean that they have peace. Doesn't mean that five minutes ago, 15 minutes ago, prior to that picture, they was cussing, they was cussing each other out, right? Doesn't mean that 20 minutes after that photo, people were blacked out drunk, don't even remember the day, okay? So we see these photos and, be, and are attracted to that. And now we want to get on a yacht, right? Now we want to go to this certain country. Now we want our birthdays to be this lavish thing in an in, in a Airbnb with all these friends, because that's what we saw and we thought we were attracted to the happiness we were attracted to the joy we were attracted to the peace that we thought they had in the photos right and so we go and we try to mimic that and we try to you know follow suit or whatever and it doesn't play out that way and we realize man i that's not right and so i say all that to say let's inspire others with the way we live in our lifestyle because when we do it in Christ, it is actually real, right? The joy, the smiles, the happiness is real in God. It really is. Man, I, I, I'm thankful to God because I was thinking, I was reflecting, I'm always reflecting, but I was like, man, God, I really can be anywhere and feel at peace. I literally could have had a weird encounter with somebody and I could be super triggered. I could allow that to taint my mood, but I've built up these practices in myself and, and by the grace of God where I'm like, okay, you don't have to be a victim to this. You don't have to be a victim to this circumstance. You don't have to be a victim to you know their demeaning words, right? Or their demeaning actions. Don't let that deter you. Don't let that steal your joy and your peace. And I say this to myself because at times you just want to succumb to it, right? You just want to be like, bro, like they like people always got something to say, right? Or I didn't even do anything to them and they're rolling their eyes at me or they're looking at me some type of way and you just want to like succumb to that and be a victim to that. But y'all, and I'm telling y'all real life things. This, this is my real life practice. Like, there are times where I have to go into the mirror sometimes because I'll be in situations where it'll be just like that. People are being demeaning towards me. Their actions are, are demeaning. Their words are demeaning. And I will feel like, bruh, I just want to not talk to nobody. I don't want to be here. I'm going to just leave. I've literally gone to the mirror, in the bathroom, gone somewhere because I have to like, you know, talk myself back up. And I'm like, Samantha, how they are moving, how they are talking, how they are acting, that has nothing to do with you. You understand? Like, do not succumb to that. Do not become a victim to that. You know who you are, right? You continue to be yourself, right? You continue to go out there. You know who God has called you to be. You know who you are. You know the Holy Spirit lives inside of you. Do not become a victim to that. Do not let these people, do not let the, this circumstance that is not the source of your peace or your joy take it away from you, right? 
And when I build myself up in that, in God, right, I'm able to go out there and be at peace. Like, no, you guys, you thought, you thought, this circumstance thought, this situation thought it was about to have me, like, sulk and succumb to it and be a victim to it. No, I refuse. The devil is a liar. My God says that he said that I have life and life more abundantly. That is his purpose for my life. That is what I am going to see manifest in my life. All right, and I hope that if you feel like you're in certain situations and, and that's how you feel, like you just want to succumb to it, you feel down about it, man, talk back to yourself. Speak the word of God over yourself. Like, do not succumb to it. Not, do not become a victim to it, okay? I don't even know why I went that way. That's not the direction I wanted to go, but I just felt like I needed to share that. And I believe that's all, really. I really hope this whole episode made sense. And I hope that, it, again, it draws you and encourages you, motivates you to really check the way you live, check your practices, your habits, right? Seek the Lord and ask God about principles and practices that you should live in your life. And so before I end the episode, I wanted to give a definition of lifestyle. I literally just Google lifestyle just now, so I don't even have like, you know, just this is just regular just googled lifestyle and this is what came up it says it's a noun it states the particular way that a person or group lives and the values and ideas supported by that person or group and so following that this is like cambridge university so i'm getting this from cambridge university it says ask yourself how much your job enhances your lifestyle there are different lifestyle habits is where i wanted to get at and so there may be habits that you have. They may be, there may be bad habits. They may be toxic habits. They um habits, sorry. They may be habits that are not godly, okay? And so we want to start having habits that are not only beneficial, but that exudes really and it points people back to Jesus if that makes sense. Like these habits that we want to have in our lives will give glory back to God, right? Like he will find it pleasing, the certain habits that we have. And this is like some digital digital medical, but it says different examples of lifestyle habits include sleeping patterns, eating tendencies, level of physical activity, stress management practices. And this is just like in the health, the health field, right? But we live in a world and there's so many different lifestyles, healthy lifestyles, gym lifestyle, so many different lifestyles, y'all know. But we want to live a godly lifestyle. That is the goal. Live a godly lifestyle. People need to look at you and say, oh yeah, that's a man or woman of God, okay? Just by the way you live, just by your practices, by your integrity, by your, char your character, okay? Not just because you say you're a Christian, not just because you say you're a man of God. I don't need to hear you say anything. I want to see it by the way you live your life, okay? Okay, but that's just, that's how I wanted to end today's episode. Hope that makes sense. All right, um, y'all know I love you, but Jesus loves you so, 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 so much. Y'all be blessed, be blessed, be blessed, and I will talk to you soon. I will praise him with this dance. I will praise him with this song. And I'll praise him from my lips. This song from my heart. If you really love Jesus, clap three times. Clap three times. If you really love Jesus, clap.
three times, clap three times. If you really love Jesus, clap three times, clap three times. I'm a praise with my hands, praise with my mouth. I'm a praise with my mind, praise with my life. I'm a rock with him till the wheels fall off. He keep me on point so I won't fall off. I got the Holy Ghost, can't get caught. He make me priceless, can't be bought. All things work together, God's plan. Now if you love him, let